welcome to another episode of Perspectives with Gwen. I'm quite excited for this one because it's actually my last sit down alone. <laughs> oh man, it's been quite an experience and I'm quite excited for what's coming. So um, that's why I'm really excited for this one because also we're getting into my business. <laughs> it's going to be a bit personal um, because it's something that um, I've struggled with. So by the title, you already know what we're talking about and it's imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is described as something that one, affects people who are perfectionists the most, people who are procrastinators, people who do not see themselves as achievers or who are not content with their achievements at that particular time. So I think that's the reason why imposter syndrome hit me the most. And it's actually twice. <laughs> it's actually twice. And I think I'm going to delve into it, the, the, the experiences and how I discovered that I'm actually suffering from imposter syndrome. So let's get to the first incident or the first scenario, right? So imposter syndrome hit me the most initially when I started with my role as an internal auditor. So let's get to the story of why, because you I mean someone will be like, but you studied that, so why would you struggle? My experience with internal audit or getting into the role of an internal auditor was quite imminent. If I say imminent, um, 2019, I was waiting to graduate in May, and at that particular time, I got into a company for a different role, compliance quality assurance, that's what I was going for. Little did I know that when I got into that company, they're going to approach me to be the internal auditor for that company. So you can imagine a graduate, literally I was, I was a graduate in that year, and here's a company saying, hey, you know what, actually, you are not going to do that compliance or quality assurance. You are going to be our internal auditor for this company. We want you, we need you, and also because they are um, highly regulated company, they were required to have internal audit and they didn't, never had one. So one, I was the first one to do it. Also, <laughs> I was only 23 years old. Guys, I was only 23. So you can imagine the pressure on me. And also I think because in my mind, I thought that um, when I'm, I'm done with my degree, I'm just going to you know study further obviously write my board exams but also work-wise I was thinking okay we'll take it slow maybe I'll, I'll do my internship so I'll I'll do like a like a, a shadow you know I'll sit with someone I'll be able to be mentored into the role until I'm confident enough to, to actually run with it and also because I studied it I know the importance of it I know the intricacies of it I I know the ins and the outs of this role and then just like that 23 years old come through you have to run the show did i not panic i think in that week if i remember correctly i fell sick <laughs> that's how panicky i was I, I felt sick i think i was sick with flu but also maybe it was probably just stress and also just like anxiety overthinking everything what if i mess this up am i ready can i do it am i am i the right person and also, it, it, it was such a role that was held in, in high regard because one, you're the only person who's doing the or the only person who knows what's going on. So they're relying on you to come with the solutions. They just know that they have to have the auditor. So, okay, I take on this role. I'm like, okay, cool, let's run with it. 
call i studied go back to my i, I called literally i called my lecturer again i called my my buddies my school buddies i was like guys um i'm on to something so also the the intricacies of it is you're quite excited because okay you're getting into this role okay obviously there's 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 growth there's money involved there's experience involved you're going to meet new people and it's it's an overall growth experience but that doesn't take away the fact that you are doing it and you're also new to it um and also maybe you might think that it, it comes easier because you it's something that you have experience with in terms of studies so i had the theory but i hadn't applied the theory so that's where the catch comes in right so i go in with it and i think after a month or two they realized that okay cool the, the role is going to be uh, too much for you to handle as a single just loner internal auditor so it has to expand and also the work that was required in it had to be done by more than one person so there was someone i was working with but also the person was in finance and they were a chartered accountant so they couldn't really assist or fulfill the required um duties or, or demands for the company so i was back to just myself i think i ran with it for a couple of months i did the work i applied myself and also because i'm suffering from imposter syndrome i'm applying myself maybe more than the ordinary person will just get into it with experience or with confidence they know what they're doing i was applying myself more because i felt like a fraud i felt like can i do this do i deserve to be here you know so i applied myself more i studied i had to study the regulations i had to study the company i had to study the the objectives and the risks and also how do we implement things that will help the company to actually grow because that's your role as an internal auditor so i knew exactly what was expected of me did i not suffer so anxiety hit me imposter syndrome at that time i don't think i understood imposter syndrome correctly or, or fully or entirely so i didn't know that i was suffering from it but i definitely knew that i was struggling with something and it it was it was a bit of you know it was a bit of a bittersweet moment because everyone's happy for you oh great you know you're permanent and your your peers are still looking for jobs so you're like i'm grateful but also i'm scared hold on we're going too quick you know it, it's just a whole lot of a jumble of emotions and you just like okay let me just see what happens as i was going on applying myself doing the role um i was requested once again <laughs> to expand okay cool great you have to look for people you have to get people to come through you have to look for people that are going to be a part of your department you are expanding your role we have to have an internal audit department now i'm still recovering still finding my feet then that hits me again but also it's like another promotion now you're going to be internal audit manager so now it, it's just now it's not just you it, there's another there's another team coming that's going to look up to you report to you and you are responsible for this department you will report on it and every deliverable is effectively so you you can imagine i'm sure you can imagine right and other expectations from from that from that requirement were i had to go and actually scout look for people i went back i remember going back to my university looking for people telling my lecturers i need people that are 
are basically like still new or people that are, are, are passionate about internal audit but they want to do it like from ground level so intern level and then they're going to grow into the role so i was looking for like entry-level intermediate people so I'm new in everything, but also I had to, to carry the ship. I had to make sure that everything was right. I had to be part of the selection process, go through the interview process. Like, guys, one thing about me, I think I, <laughs> I was trained well. I had to HR myself, <laughs> meaning I had to send out the post, get the CVs onto uh, my email, do the selection process, call the people, conduct the interviews, and then make the final selection for each and every candidate. I did that. And next part is now you have to do some sort of induction because also you were here before them. So you are their leader. So now I need to train other people. This is how we do things here. These are the regulations. These are all the laws that this company is, is um, regulated by. This is what you need to know. This Every single thing was on my shoulders. 23 years old. So you, you can imagine. I think imposter syndrome was inevitable for me in that particular moment or with that experience. So, okay, cool. We grow into it. My team comes through. I remember the first day because we had to, uh, they got us our own office. So I remember the first day, okay, we moved them into the office in the morning and I was uh, the last one to actually leave and join them <laughs> as their manager because I was like, Stick. So I remember the morning when I had to pack my stuff and go to our office now and join my team officially. That morning I broke down, like literally. I was crying. <laughs> I was crying. I remember there were two uh, very, very sweet ladies, compliance officers at that time. And I told them, I'm like, I remember the, the first thing that I was asking, I was like, what do I do with these people? <laughs> what do I do with them? I, I broke, literally broke down, I was crying. I couldn't, I, like, I, I couldn't come to terms with the entire thing, with, with the fact that now I'm responsible for more people, I'm responsible for myself, and also everything is expected to be within me as required for the company. So maybe you would ask, then why take it on? Or, or then why agree, you know? Um, for me, I think because most of the things that I get myself into, I, I pray about them, you know? Um, obviously you will go through the emotions and everything will happen, but I pray about it. And when I prayed about it, I, it, I got to understand that it's not so much about me. It's not so much about what I feel or how I feel, whether I feel like I'm ready or not, or whether I feel like I can do this or not. If God says this is the time, and also I was not, I was not looking. So there's no role I went out looking for, except except for the entry one that I came into the company for, which was like out the window. There you go. So I, I knew that I wasn't looking for this. So there was something drawing me into it. And also other people were realizing that I can do it because from day one, they were like, okay, we were interviewing you for that role, but we knew that you are auditor. We, from that day, they knew that this is the person who's going to run it. So um, I, I wasn't asking for it and I wasn't looking for it, but it's like promotion after promotion, it's growth and it's an experience and God 
taught me or I learned at that particular time that it's not about me. Had I refused, can you think about the people who came after me who were part of my team? God was also thinking about those people. They had to get jobs at that particular time. They had to be trained on what they had studied. So had I refused, I would have closed the door on more people. So, and, and that's the thing with imposter syndrome. Everything is happening to you, but also it's not about you. So fast forward back to the story, everything was great. In fact, um, I think, I don't think, I believe it took it took me to grow spiritually because everything I did, I had no manual, I had no background except for my theory, but in terms of experience and how to apply it, I literally had myself, my brain, <laughs> my intuition, the Holy Spirit, and I was just like, let's run with it. So it took a, a lot of praying and a lot of discerning and a lot of searching, where do I go, what do I do? And a lot of people think that you know, God only works inside the church. The Holy Spirit is the one that hits, hits you and you fall on the floor and you get back up. The Holy Spirit also teaches you how to apply yourself at work, how to, how to bring solutions in the, in the workspace, how to actually bring solutions in, in, a, in a crisis scenario. So I, I knew that there's someone carrying me, there's a bigger intellect that's carrying me and I experienced it. I knew it. I knew it that I'm not alone. I'm not doing this by myself. It's also how I knew that I'm not doing it by my own intellect. It wasn't it. I can say it myself. We, we worked. We gave it our best shot. And also, because I was responsible for the entire team, I was responsible also for the, for the environment that these people were in. So everything that happened there, I made sure that I am also growing and learning to become a better person so, they, so that they can have a better experience. And I, I think it worked. Uh, we worked very well. We were very close. Respect, consideration, trust, everything was there. We still get along till this day. So I'm quite happy with, with how that panned out in the midst of imposter syndrome. <laughs> I'm very, very happy with how that panned out. And um, I think I learned, that was my, I think that was my, what do they call it? That was my takeoff point, or that was my, my first into corporate and really it gave me also uh, a perspective of where I was going with this. So it was a beautiful experience overall, but we cannot deny that imposter syndrome had the best of me. And the second time it hit me, can you guess? It started my YouTube channel and my podcast. Perspectives with Gwen has pulled me back into it. <laughs> has pulled me back into it and I think it's because I haven't really been on social media and also this is what I realized I a lot of people my age or in, in, you know in my generation I've been on social media longer than I have so this space is still like very new to me this, this experience is still very new and also I think um, a lot of people take for granted what content creators um, and YouTubers and podcasters actually go through until you actually have to do the work you realize how much you have to do it and what it takes the, 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 the settings, the schedules, the, the bookings and you know it, it, it's a whole lot of work it's an industry itself 
So you have to fully apply yourself. You have to fully also be present and know why you are here. And I, I think with perspectives with Gwen, I'm in a better understanding of of the reason why I had to do it and why I had to do it now. Trust me, I did not plan to do it when I did it um, because I was procrastinating also. Uh, another problem with imposter syndrome people. I was also thinking about a lot of things. I wanted everything to be perfect in the moment, everything. You know, I thought, ah, I'm just going to wait for the perfect moment and then we're going to start the podcast. But Holy Spirit was like, ah, ah, just do it. Start now. And I'm grateful that I started. So sometimes you just have to start. You just have to start. Fake it until you make it. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, so I, I think uh, imposter syndrome is it's something that's real. It's something that people like myself and maybe who have my character traits need to be aware of because it can set you back. It can close doors that are open for you. This is how I described it. So for me, imposter, syn- imposter syndrome is you saying no to what God is saying yes to about you. So you are actually in conflict with your own purpose at that particular time. That's how uh, imposter syndrome for me uh, comes out or plays out. But at at this moment, I think I was able to get over it quite quicker. Uh, One, I'm more self-aware, self-assured. I'm more aware of my purpose on earth. I'm more aware of, of God's dealings with me. So I know exactly why I'm here on earth and I know how God deals with people. So at that at this moment, I, I think as much as I may have gone through it, it was very smooth or it was quite an, an ex, a, a transitionable experience because I didn't stay longer in it um, like the first incident or the, like the first experience. With this one now, um, I think I can confidently say I'm in a much better space. I'm learning every single day about the industry, about my my craft, about every single aspect that needs to be considered with it. Uh, We're still on on baby steps, we're still very new in it, but I'm quite confident and excited about where we're heading forward to. And I would like to take you on board with me. So I think as we close off this topic, I think you you might have learned something or pick up something. If you resonate, also let me know your experiences with imposter syndrome and uh, let's get over it because it's not about us. If you think about it, if if Moses really like ended up not taking up his role to transition God's people from Egypt to, to Canaan, imagine, imagine if David said, no, I'm just the shepherd of the sheep. I'm not going to lead two really big nations, Israel and Judah. Like, imagine if Joseph said, no, 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 no. I'm just going to stay with my brothers. Whatever I have dreamt of, it's not me. God, you see what you do. And he ended up becoming the, the prime minister of the time. In that particular time when there was famine and hunger in Egypt, Joseph was the young man to actually lead the people and take on that role of, of making sure that God's people provided for. Imagine Jesus, the, the ultimate one. I, I, I think that he, he's, he's, the, he's the standard. Imagine if Christ Jesus was just like, no, I cannot do it. I don't qualify for it. I, I, imagine the great revolutionaries. Imagine if he said, no, I can't do it. it it's not going to be me. You know, would we be here? We don't know how things would have panned out. So you, you don't know what your no or your I can't do it 
impacts. You don't know what it does to the entire cycle, your generation, your children, your, your life, your, your system that you are living under now. You don't know what it does. So the, the quicker you get over it, the quicker you identify it, treat it, acknowledge, and grow. Because it, it, it's a beautiful experience to look back on and say, I actually overcame. I actually did better than I, I thought I was going to. Um, I'm a better person now. I'm much mature. I'm much experienced and um, much more awake. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So I, th- I think that's, that's it for, for us. On, on our last sit down which I've really thoroughly enjoyed uh, I'm looking forward though to what's coming up next and I think you guys will be in for a treat if you haven't subscribed to the channel make sure that you subscribe if you haven't checked out the previous episodes that also you will enjoy and you will grow and you will learn trust me I know thank you so much for tuning in today till the next one